Hello and welcome to the Tiger Phonics Podcast. I'm the host, Jack Hewson, and today on the show we have the frontman of legendary Australian band Southern Sons. Thanks to Aventilade, we have Jack Jones in the line with us. How you going, mate? All right. I'm good, brother. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Oh, well, thanks for coming and uh, sitting down on the show, having a chat with us. It's really great to have you here. Pleasure. And let's start with the most exciting news. You've, uh, you've got the band back together. Can you believe it? It's um, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Look, everyone's everyone's doing this uh, this run except for um Phil, who just doesn't want to doesn't want to play anymore. Um, in that, well, you know, just I uh, think he's he just loves being at home and writing music. Um, so that's that's pretty much uh, that's been his dream. Um, and he's been he's been absolutely smashing it since since we kind of since the band, you know. Um, everyone sort of moved on and did their own thing. So it's really look. It's I don't know. Maybe it's a function of getting getting a bit older, um, and that you know we're all a bit more nostalgic or something. But uh, you know the opportunity came up, and you know I started doing the ring around, and um, you know Reggie was like, mate, you know me, I'll strap a guitar on for anything. Um, Virgil uh, and I had some great conversations, and you know. I'm so wrapped that he's doing it. And um, I had to find Jeff. I didn't know where Jeff was. Um, I had to track him down. Um, so, look, it's really, yeah, look, it's, it's very it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, I have a new relationship with this music, um, you know, being, being so further sort of farther down the track. Um, and I'm really grateful that, that I haven't sort of – like wandered into the ground in the last 20 years. Um, I'm glad that we've all gone and done our own things and, and now we'll get to come back together and, and celebrate this music. Um, I think it'll be fresh for all of us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. As you said, I'm sure you're relishing the opportunity to come back and experience all the, all the music again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very uh, thankful for that. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me, what was it like getting you all back together again and, and playing together for the first time as a band after such a long a long break? Well, we haven't actually played together yet, so that's that's still to come. But the experience of getting everyone was great. Um, I mean, I'm, I have maintained contact mainly with Virgil and, and Reggie. Like, we've, we've all been in touch with each other, you know, um, uh, I pretty much didn't like Jeff disappeared after the band broke up. He just vanished. I had no idea where he, where he went. I think he went to Spain and did a whole bunch of stuff, traveled and, um, and Phil had his own stuff going on. Um, so, but the, the communication was, was kind of open with Reggie and, and, and Verge. Um, although, you know, Virgil's so busy doing his thing that I wasn't sure if that was going to be a, a real possibility. Um, but as it's turned out, it's, it's been really, um, you know, it's just, it's just been a really, uh, it's just been very pleasurable and exciting. You know, like I'm chatting with Reg every other day about, you know, pulling guitar sounds and, you know, it's like, check this out. And, you know, mate, I'm playing, I'm I'm playing better than I've ever played before. And I'm like, this is fantastic. I can't wait till we get in the room and just go like, and Virgil just counts us in and it's like, bang. I just can't wait. I can't wait. And so I'm, I'm really stoked. I'm very, I'm very pumped about, about, you know, about, uh, what the sound, you know, really it's about the sound because, 
you know, we created the sound together. And, and a year ago, I started doing these shows, kind of celebrating that music with, with my band, who were fantastic players, like beautiful, beautiful players. Um, but, you know, these, these guys, are the, they're the, they're the, we're, the, we're that combination of people that, that, um, that, that made, that, that, you know, the reason that that band sounded the way it did. So it's, it's very, um, it's, I think that there's something really fulfilling about, uh, even though we haven't done it yet, like knowing that when we get in that room and play, that's how it's going to sound, even though we're all bringing, you know, 25-plus uh, year, you know, year old versions of ourselves into that room. Um, the fundamental DNA is, is still going to be there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure there are plenty of fans around the country that are sharing your eagerness and your excitement and uh, awaiting the tour. <laughs> I hope so. I, I really do. It's And, you know, these One Electric Day shows are, uh, you know, with, with Farnsey and uh, John Stevens, Vanessa and stuff, like it's, it's that is a real, um, you know, that's a great full circle for us, uh, you know. Um, so so I think there's, there's something kind of special so something kind of in that uh, as well, and then we've got our side shows, which uh, which you know we're we're actually we're really really excited about as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, so this this sounds a little bit like a one time thing, or is there a possibility that we could perhaps see some new music from the Southern Suns in the future? Great, look, great great question. If you told me, if you'd asked me the question a year ago, do I think the Suns will ever do a show? I would have said no. Mm. Because I just never would have thought that anyone would have wanted to do it again. Um, so, look, in a world where anything's possible, that's definitely possible. So uh, I would not rule that out. Um, we haven't – there hasn't been real discussions about it. It's a logistical nightmare. Um, you know, Virgil lives in another country. Jeffrey lives in Warrnambool. Um, you know, uh I've been in Sydney for the last couple of years and I was in New York before before that for almost a decade. Um, so we're kind of scattered all, all, all around the globe. Um, for the most part, most of us, the majority of us are in Australia, but albeit in different, you know, kind of different states. But look, when it's uh, – I, I love the idea of us doing doing more shows. We haven't even done our first one. Um but I think that it's uh, – uh, here's what I know. What I know is we're going to be doing these shows in November. And if if, if some new music comes uh, from that and some other shows come from that, that would be fantastic. I'd love to do that. But um, but what I do know is that, is that this is what we're doing and I'm going to enjoy it as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So you you did mention that you have toured around the place a whole lot in in the past. Um, what's been your favourite venue or, or city to to perform in? Um, look, I love the Opera House. It sounds a bit sort of like that, you know. But but I do love that venue. And every time I rock up to it, I have to pinch myself and say, "Can you believe that you're getting to do a gig in this in this iconic uh, venue? Like, can you believe it? Because it's pretty." extraordinary and for the last five years i've had the pleasure of starting the year in that venue like the first second and fourth of of january um but you know i i really used to love i really 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 used to love playing this this 
this venue in New York called Rockwood Music Hall. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a it's a beautiful venue, just a great, you know, it's just it's just all about all about music, all about the artists, artists and um, so you know, I, I, there's there's a lot of charm in in those in that stuff as well. I used to, I used to absolutely absolutely used to love love doing those gigs there. Um, so um, yeah, but I I guess you know there's 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 um there re- there really is something quite special about the opera house and and uh, so every time I every time I get the opportunity to do something now I really don't take it for granted you know. Yes, absolutely. Um, so just moving away from the Southern Suns slightly, mm-hmm. um, you've had quite an impressive solo career as well, uh, which we'll touch on in just a moment. But now that you've definitely done both, performed solo and as a larger ensemble, which do you prefer? Do you prefer to be part of a band or do you prefer striking out on your own and uh, and doing it that way? Well, I'll tell you what, I never really... Um... There, there is something, there is something great about being in a band, and and you know you're a gang, and you're a bunch of guys that, that every night you go out there together, and you know you fight this war. I mean, it sounds all sort of you know dramatic, but for, you know like yeah. I mean the war, the war's in your mind. But you know we used to we used to go out. Like, and our job, like our our sort of job was to like conquer the room every night. Like that's what we were going to do. We we're going to conquer the room tonight. Um, and and uh, and when you do that with a bunch of people, and you've created the music together, and you know you there's a you have a different um, uh, there's there's something that happens. And you know, and in the end, you all can't wait to get off the road and, because you want to kill each other. Like you're just going mental because. You've been in a van like for six and a half months of the year and you just, you know, you need your own space. Um, and But there is something that's really special about that. You share a lot with each other on the road and, you know, people go through, people get divorced, people have babies, all sorts of crazy stuff happens, you know. Um, you know, you miss things, you miss birthdays, you miss anniversaries and all sorts of stuff, you know, but it's but you miss it together. And um, and there's something that's really uh, that's there's a sense of camaraderie and, and uh, brotherhood, um, and fellowship that you have with these guys that it's hard to really you know describe. You share you just share a lot together. Um, so I do love that, uh, but um, you know for the most part of the last I don't know 20 years um apart from uh the electric mary years it was it was either my solo stuff uh as in like the evolution of Erwin Thomas or my own solo kind of gigs you know just me accompanying myself yeah and I love that too because there's a real intimacy and freedom in just doing stuff like that um you know you can you can rearrange things and just kind of you know explore stuff um, in that live setting, which is which is kind of pretty special too. Um, but 
I just like to mix it up a bit because whatever you – I find that when I – like, you know, I, I've been a hired gun for, you know, most of my career and I've done that in between, you know, whatever – it was that I was working on at the time, you know, whether it was Electric Mary or my, you know, the Owen Thomas stuff or, or uh, you know, even Southern Sons, you know, that's, we, that started with Phil and I playing in Farnham's band, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I really, I mean, I loved playing with Richard Marks a couple of years ago, a few years ago, whenever it was. That was great fun for me because I grew up listening to that music. Um, but, you know, like anything at the end of it, at the end of it, and that wasn't even very long, but, you know, I it, I can't wait to get back to doing whatever it was that I was doing, like writing, you know, the next lot of stuff. Or, um, you know, there's just uh, – but but I always feel like that I, I get something – when I, I really get something out of those gigs and then I bring it back into whatever it is that I'm doing um, at the time. So, look, I, I kind of love it all. I love that rich palette. Um, and but I do really love playing with other players and that interaction that that happens and that creation of you know the, that creating a sound um, that is really uh, that's something that I that I live to do more of um, and I think that probably gives me the greatest possibly gives me the greatest joy. Yeah, for sure. I guess in a way it's choosing between your kids, isn't it? You, you love them both. Yeah, and sometimes you've got to kill your darlings, you know, like it's hard. Sometimes you have to let things go. And um, But, yeah, you're right. It's it's You love them all the same but different. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> yes. Well, well, actually, now that we are talking about that, um, in 2017 – you released uh, an album, you teamed up with Rick Price, and you, you made a cover album of all of your favourite songs from the 60s and the 70s. Mm. That was such a great result. How did you come about formulating that album? Thank you. That's one of my proudest sort of um, collaborations. Uh, Rick and I had, had talked for years about doing something together. Like, we, we started doing, doing gigs, um, you know, in the 90s together like acoustic shows him and tommy t and i tommy Emanuel and i we used to run around the you know zip around the country and do do a bunch of shows together and um you know it just it was a conversation that uh that came up with um a guy by the name of robert rigby and uh, peter carpen at sony and um dennis Handler was was such a champion for us for that record as well um and look, we just, you know, that the conversation sort of started and and then Rick and I were just like, this is going to be great, man. This is going to be awesome. We'll make it at your house. Ricky records stuff at his house. He's got a studio in his house. It's mm-hmm. in Nashville. It's fantastic. And we just started like throwing songs backwards and forwards and, you know, like there's such a great catalogue. Um, so, you know, for us it was really about that California dream and era and that was a scene up in the hills in mm-hmm. – uh, you know, uh, Laurel Canyon and that sort of, you know, part of part of L.A., um, you know, the Jackson Brown, Eagles, Mums and the Papas, uh, you know, Crosby, Stills, National, Joni Mitchell, like they were all part of this scene. And um, and for us, a lot of that music was was a huge part of our of our formative years, like growing up. Um, so the opportunity, like the opportunity to 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 um, and the, here's the. Here's the mental thing about it. 
Like we, we we're making this record with some incredible musicians, like just phenomenal musicians. And in the middle of this process, Ricky goes, I've got, a, I've got something special coming today. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, uh, Dan Dudmore is going to come and play lap steel, pedal steel. On, um... Now, he played the original on the, on the Linda Rodstadt, uh, Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. He played the original solo on that. And he's sitting there playing this solo on our record like recreating his solo from from that time, not, not different key, and I was just crying. Like I was just looking at Rick, shaking my head, going, "This is mental. <laughs> like this yeah, is insane. This is insane." And um, and then he played on he played on both sides now, and again I was just beside myself. You know, it was played on Teacher Children. It was just what a what a beautiful um. You know, Fred Eltringham played drums. Steve uh, Mackey played bass on the record. It was just, it was just, you know, it's crazy. You know, Fred plays with, you know, Cheryl Crow and, and um, you know, Steve plays with the wall, the Wallflowers. It's just, it's, it's just, you know, he, Fred was on Ricky, uh, uh, on um, uh, Willie Nelson. He's played on Willie Nelson's, like, record. It's just, I mean, sitting in a car with the guy that's playing drums on your record, yeah. and he's like, Hey man, check this out. You know, I just played with uh, just played on Willie's record. You know? and I'm like, oh my god, that's incredible. Um, you know, it was. It's a really. Um, thanks for acknowledging that record because we had a, we had such a great time making it, and and we had there was a massive tour that we that we had booked, and we were so excited about it, and in the end it got cancelled, um, and we were we were devastated because it really killed off our opportunity to um to to uh to really promote that record further and and we put our band together and we we're about to you know get into rehearsals and and then the wheels fell off it but um but that that experience and making that record was just such a was such a magical thing for me you know staying at Ricky's place um we're coming into spring there was there were you know the fireflies had just started coming out I don't know if you've seen fireflies before but it's a real beautiful thing that happens in America. Um, and, and, uh, you know, you're just driving and, uh, you'll just see a little flash, like a, like a little, like a little light go on and then it goes off again. And, uh, and in the peak of peak season, which doesn't happen for very long, um, you just see all these little lights just flashing off on and off in the, in the, uh, and it's how they communicate. So, so they get in sync with each other. So all of a sudden you see all these lights just go and then they go off again. It's, it's unbelievable. Like it's, it's actually, it's, it's beautiful. So I, I remember singing songs in Ricky's, you know, upstairs in the control room and just looking out his window and seeing that it's like, man, this is how you want to make records. Like this is how, this is how you want to make music. This is fantastic. <laughs> Talk about inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really special stuff. You know, beautiful stuff. Well, I loved like stumbling across that record because, you know, um, my parents were huge fans of all of those artists that you covered on that album. So mm. driving around as a, as a kid in the car, that's all I would ever hear. And so listening, mm. listening back to that compilation, it was like a flashback to even my early childhood. So it was that's, really, really that's, awesome to hear that. That is awesome. You know, we, we did our best to not drift too far off the reservation, as you say. Um, 
but we didn't want to make a sort of uh, disingenuous record either. So we wanted to we wanted to keep the elements that we really felt were, um, you know, the real crucial uh, parts of the song songs. But we but we also didn't want to, um, you know, do do too get too overly. I mean, the songs like Light My Fire and stuff, we I guess we did. But in general, we, we really wanted to retain the things about those songs that we loved, you know, and just re- it's really a sort of a, an homage to those to those versions of those songs, you know. And, 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 you know, we obviously we did it duet style. So obviously that was a, that was a point of difference as well, you know. Yeah, for sure. So you, you mentioned that you've had the chance to work with some truly amazing uh, artists and musicians through your career. Um, is there anyone else though uh, in the future that you haven't worked with that you'd love to to do some work with? Mm. Um, wow, yeah. Look, I mean, I love I love the I love people like Emily Harris, and mm-hmm. you know what I what I'd give to to sing a couple of songs with her would be amazing, you know. Um, and there's look, there's a list I could write a list as long as my right arm of people that I'd love to work with, you know, and and I'm really lucky because I've had the the privilege of working with so many great, great artists, but, um, you know, I'd love to make a record with Dan Huff one day. I'd love to, um, you know, I'd love to make a record with Abe Laboreal Jr. Have him playing on it. Um, you know, there's just so many, um, (laughs) it's just crazy. Like this, God, when you think about it, there's just so much to do, and we're not getting any more time. Yeah. But that's why that you know that's why I think it's really um it's really special that we get to revisit this the sun's stuff, you know, because because none of us are getting any younger, and and um and it really is a uh, you know you just never know what comes from these things too. You just don't know, like so there's a, there's a lot of excitement around uh, you know. Look, I love create, I love making new music. I was I felt I felt. Like I absolutely fell in love with Nashville when I was there, mm-hmm. because there's it's pretty much where everyone's moving. It's it's anyone in the business, um, in America because they it's just like, you know, people are getting tired of New York, it's so expensive. You know, people are getting tired of LA, for the same reasons. You know, and um, and there's something about that old Southern hospitality that's beautiful. You know, you go down there, people are really nice. Hey, y'all doing? And, uh, can I get you anything, honey? You know, it's it's a really, it's a really um, there's something really um, there's a there's a kind of peace and uh, and the and you know the business the music business is thriving there. It has, They're crushing it. It has such a rich relationship and history with music as well. It it does. It is a real and uh, it's a real heartbeat and and um, you know there's there's a pulse there. Like I I love New York because there's an energy. And there's no other place in the world like it. Um, and I absolutely love that city. But I tell you what, it'll kill you. Like it's, you got to be responsible in that town because it that'll hurt you. That that town will hurt you because it doesn't stop. That just gobbles it gobbles people up. You know, you just see it. it's just like like chewing rocks. It just spits them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not to say that I had that experience with it. I, I love I loved it and. Um, but you know, it did give me a, a, a real. Uh, it did give me a, a, a real sense of, um, like, a real appreciation for my life in Australia. Um, 
but I did fall in love with Nashville uh, and was really considering moving there um, because, you know, there's a huge Aussie contingent of people there um, that, you know, are all sort of pursuing this real excellence, um, you know, whether it's songwriting or, you know, uh, or whatever, you know, it's, they're, they're all, and, you know, Rick's got a, Rick's got a great life there and I kind of, got the opportunity to, to sort of hang in it. And I was like, man, I do love this joint. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I want to buy a, I want to buy a little old church and put my studio in it and just make records. You know, that's what I want to do here. Cause it's just such a great, you know, it's just such a beautiful country and, and I love the people and, and I feel so privileged to have a career here. You know, I really do. Well, we feel really privileged to have you uh, as such a, a musical icon in our country and um, really appreciate you coming and, and talking to us on the show. I'm sure we could sit and chew the fat for, for hours and hours. <laughs> we could. There's lots of stories. Well, we'd love to hear it. We'll have to get you back on the show at some point. Uh, I'd love to. And you could tell us all about it. But for now, love to. We'll, um, we'll just quickly close on uh, on the tour uh, the Southern Suns are touring Australia uh, in November and they're doing a show in Adelaide in particular on Friday the 6th of December at the Gov. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see you there. Very excited about that. Very excited about that. See you there. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and having a chat with us. It's an absolute pleasure, brother. Speak to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Cheers, mate. Ciao. If I didn't tell her